I, I don't necessarily make a habit of like tasting leather. So, you know, I, I Tyler's don't. really into that BDSM stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a leather face mask that says daddy on it. Well, and he's got that. He's also got that leather ball gag that he uses. <laughs> I use that inside of my mask. <laughs> Is that working? A yeah. ball gag? When Jillian pegs him so he yeah. can't cry out. I'm sorry. Did we just take a turn for the drunk? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters Podcast. Today, Tyler and Dude are joined by their friend and returning guest, Kendall Lewis. Listen in as they jump into four different expressions of the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. I'm also going to take this time to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Unicorn Nation Apparel, magical apparel for magical people. Check them out at www.unicornnationapparel.com for all of your custom apparel. Now, grab a pour, sit back, kick up your feet, and enjoy. So we are here today. We are the Bourbon Hunters. I am Dude Pool, and I'm joined by Tyler Shaver. And we have a returning guest today by the name of uh, I'm Kendall Lewis, and he's been on a previous episode before when we talked about Traverse City. DJ K. Lou. All right. So how soft spoken is he? Tyler? He is like so many times. I'm so like, what did you say? And he'll like continue to say. I'm like, I'm like, I want to hit him because he's mumbling. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to get into a whole bunch of stuff tonight, but uh, we are doing an Elijah Craig Barrel Proof small batch uh, collection here. So we've got uh, Barrel Proof B, or uh, let's let's actually go in order here. We've got A119, uh, which is 135.2 proof. We've got B519, which is 122.2 proof. We've got C919 which is the um, 136.8 barrel proof. And then we've got the A120, which is 136.6 proof. Now, do you guys know what the letters and numbers and all that stand for on all these? Um, is the C the floor? No. So the so the no, letter good is... Good guess, good guess. It, it, was, it was a decent guess, yeah. Not bad, not bad, but uh, strike one. <laughs> So, no, so the A is the first release of the barrel proof of the year. B is the second. C is the third and so on. Um, and then the 119 is the month and then the year. So you've got January 19. So the B batch is from May of 19. And the C batch is of September of 19. And then we've got the 2021, the A batch of, uh, which is January of 2020. Nice. So that's what those mean. So... Lawyered. Lawyered. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, we're going to, we're going to start pouring these and then we're going to start talking about some stuff. So uh, let's, while I'm pouring them, why don't you talk a little bit about what all you did this weekend with your deck and, uh, and your uh, patio. Since our last, uh, our last podcast. So I went with, um, went with actually treated lumber. And the reason being is I actually went to Home Depot and was, went up to the pro desk and I was about to buy 
the Trek deck, or it was actually the Fiberon. Um, and the color we wanted for the 12 by 12 deck, they didn't make grooved boards and I needed that. So I was like, okay, well, let me go look at the timber tech. And I went back there, found a color in the, in the stuff. And while I was back there, I also priced out all of the railing. And I was like, okay, so, you know, kind of adding up what it would have cost. And it was probably going to be anywhere from like, 3500 to four grand. So why do you need the grooving? What's that for? So that's how they that's how they s- screw it to the joists that run across. Okay. So it lays in that grooving, you slide a the screw unit in and then you drill that in. So there's no drilling sc- into the actual wood. Into the actual material. Board. Yes. So So what do you do in the absence of those grooves? Drill into the boards? I don't know. I don't know. They have some other things that you can do, but they're not as good. Um, I don't know, but all I know is my father-in-law said, yeah, we can't use those. So, so I, so the timber tech was just for the wood or just for the decking boards, probably would have been another $300. Um, and then I was adding everything else up and I was like, okay, plus all of the framing materials and so on. And I was like, okay, this is just getting too expensive for what we kind of agreed to what we wanted to spend. Um, so, my father, so I was like, okay, we're going treated lumber. My father-in-law gets here. Um, and a couple of days before my father-in-law gets here, Jillian and I found a six person, um, outdoor, you know, seating table that also had a matching four piece patio set. Um, and that total was probably like a thousand dollars and everything that we found that we had kind of liked, like the table alone was a thousand dollars plus the other stuff that would have been another, like, so we loved it. Um, it was actually the, the, the floor model at home Depot that was back ordered for two months. So we got that at a a 10% discount. I used my dad, my dad was with me. So we used this 10% military. So that was, but so we loved it, grabbed it. Well, when Don and I were kind of measuring out the table and what it would have been on a 12 by 12 deck, we just realized like been too big. it was too big. So we kind so of it six foot long. Is that what it is? Uh, I don't know what and it And then was. you have to put the chairs around it. Yeah. Like I mean, so. we kind of measured the width of it and the door sliding open and all that stuff. And we're like, uh, when did you say the 12 by 12 deck would have had a post right in the middle of one of your windows? Too? Yes. Yeah. You know? So the window that was kind of, you know, fairly close to the door, it would have been right in the middle of that. And the reason for that on the other side of our door is a, an outlet and a dryer vent that are placed right where everything would have been so i couldn't have gone further over that way so you had to start where you started yes i had to start where i started so knowing kind of everything we're just like we have to go 14 feet out and if i go 14 feet wide i'd be past the window so that's what we went with so that immediately just took you away from the other material anyway right because wasn't it 12 foot uh pieces there's Yes, yeah, so I could have gotten well. So then I would have needed six. We we needed sixteen foot boards even with the treated. So I would have been cutting off extra material anyway. Yeah. Even though they used it, but I would have had to go up to sixteen foot boards, and that would have taken the price like even way better, higher, yeah. way higher. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So 
my father-in-law and uh, quote unquote Jillian's uncle Ralph. It's it's you know Don's best friend since they've been younger. Okay. It's, they have this whole they just, have like a whole side that they call their family basically right. that they grew up with since they're like. Now is he the one who listens to this? No, no, that's, that's an actual it, actual uncle, actual uncle, okay. actual uncle gotcha. Paul. Shout out, Uncle Paul. Hello, Uncle uh, Paul. So did I meet Uncle Paul at the wedding? Did he come to the wedding? Not in Jamaica, but maybe I didn't get to go yeah, to the yeah. cookie show. Yeah, the cookie show. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to so, talk about that later no. too. That's funny. Um, but Uncle Paul's a great dude. Um, right. Great family. So real quick before you continue on, just a real quick intro onto this Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. That's a Heaven Hill uh, distilled product. This one is uh, bottled in 2019. It is 12 years old. So uh, it was barreled in what 2007, I guess. Math. Uh, proof is 135.2, 75% corn, so it's a high corn mash bill, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. So what do you guys, uh, you guys get anything on the nose on this? Caramel? I definitely, I feel like I definitely smell the age, the oak. Um, I'm having trouble with anything else right How now, actually. How long is it aged yeah. for? Maybe yes, vanilla. Sir. How long is it aged for? 12 years. Okay. So okay. I'm definitely getting some oak, I think, and I think some vanilla. Maybe that's caramel. Oh, you poured another freaking heavy pour. We all got the same. Ooh, that Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so introduce let's introduce Kendall now. So uh, for those of you who haven't listened to uh, the previous episode with Kendall. Kendall is not a huge bourbon guy. Uh, I think we had a good time with him last last time. We did Traverse City regular than Traverse City Barrel Proof. So we're going straight to the Barrel Proof this time. Yeah. And this is lighting him up I'm, right now. My eyes are watering. <laughs> he this didn't is, know. I should have probably ooh, given him a little warning on that one, a little disclaimer. Yeah. So, so uh, real quick, uh, Kendall, what are you up to nowadays? Oh, you know, just... Uh, living the dream. Living the dream, trying to be a uh, professional video gamer. No, I'm sugar. <laughs> but um no i yeah it's been weird weird times just working and playing video games and were you working during the whole covid stuff i was yes he hasn't had any break he, he didn't have a high school break 2020 no i didn't summer break what's well, funny we were t- joking about this at the gym t- at the gym today um i always refer to it as over break yeah. Even though, like, I was working my ass off during <laughs> yeah, the time. Over but, break. but, like, that's, I'll talk to someone. I was like, yeah, over break. I was, blah, and I'm just, I caught myself today and I'm like, why do I say that? It wasn't a break. Yeah. If anything, I was working harder. I had more stuff going on during that than normal. Uh, so, I did not. I did not. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I stayed um, busy, but. Well, I think everyone, like, that was the other thing is, is we actually did a ton of stuff around the house and for the house. Yeah. And we had another poop back up in our basement. Uh, which is why I'm missing some carpet over here. Poop. But that finally poop got that <laughs> poop dollar. That actually uh, got resolved, though. Um, so we is finally, yeah, they actually went out and um, replaced our sewage line. It had a belly in it, and uh, so it was keeping the sewage from going out cleanly and was backing up. and And we've had two incidents in uh, just over a year. So, um, yeah. So, so uh, Kendall is definitely getting hit by this one. Um, I know that last time you came, you were you were enjoying the bourbon that we did. Yeah. This is probably a real quick smack to the face because we went immediately to barrel proof, which is again, you oh, it's, know, it's 
it's hard for me. And it's like we're that, like sixty seven point six percent alcohol. That's tough. Yeah, I mean it, it. I mean, the more I drink, the easier it is. But it still burns. But yeah. Woo. What was that one that we tried? It was like a was it fifteen twenty year or something like that. You was it this one that we actually did? During? No, no, no. What did we do? I ran upstairs and grabbed something last time. We did Traverse City, yeah. and then we finished with something else that I had. I thought that it was, was like a really long aged one that was actually like oh, it was the Elijah Craig eight, like 20, 18, 18, year. 18 year, not this one, but that yeah. was yours though, right? Or was no, that, that was yours? Was that was McCash. Oh, McCash gave us one. That's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Yeah. That I, was, I remember that one because that was like. But that one wasn't barrel proof, right? But that one was that oh, was just yeah. a nice yeah. long eighteen year old. The best Did ever. Did we do yeah. a barrel proof when I was the oh, Traverse City? The Traverse City was, was. yeah. Oh. But we had started small, yeah, yeah, proof we and went. build up. So <laughs> right. Kendall shivering. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I mean, <laughs> that's good stuff. So, what do you guys get uh, on the on the Vitelli pure ethanol? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I am getting some methanol for sure, but as like you said, after I get a second drink and sure. a third drink, it's it's going away. Yeah. Um, the finish actually doesn't seem to be super long to me. It seems to be all up front. Sure. Like it, it's like it hits me right above the Adam's apple, and then after that, I'm good. But I do like I it's like changing smell from when I first, such a fat first smelled it. This is by no means technical or or fact based, but I feel like. The more you drink it, the more that flavor in like the nose of the, of the bourbon will change because your tongue is now coming into contact with it. And I think it affects the smell and I think vice versa. I think the smell also affects the taste. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I see that too. Um, I'm definitely getting, I feel like a, I, I taste the vanilla that I smelled. I don't taste the, the oak that I smelled. Like I don't taste like any tobacco or any type of... Um, you know, heavy oak type of flavor, but I do feel like I'm getting some dark, uh, like a, a cherry or something like that in it at the, at the end. Cause I normally get, it's the, a lot of oak at the end, which I like. You do get the oak. Yeah. yeah. I'm not getting the oak in the end. Like I, like I was expecting <laughs> that one. Hit, that one hit hard. I've noticed that too. Like sometimes I'll be sitting there. Like last night I was just having a bourbon, uh, with Trina and, and, uh, she was having vodka. I was having some bourbon. I don't remember what I had. Um, but I poured it and I was just sitting there and about like two minutes later, all of a sudden I got this heat in my chest and I hadn't even taken a drink. It had been like two minutes since I had taken a drink and it just all of a sudden kind of was like, whoa, wow, where'd that come from? It's almost like the fumes of the ethanol started wake, making its way up my Dude, th- up my esophagus. This barrel proof is so strong yeah. that when you're drinking it neat, like you start to get, it's like, it's, it's like kicking back up. It's like heartburn. <laughs> See, it's, like, it's like kicking back heartburn, up your so I'm not, esophagus. Like yeah. I just needed that. Um, it, we're also doing this first one a little disservice because we're just jumping right into such a high barrel proof. Sure. And it so, is a high one. It's, it's, it's right up there with the, so the next one's going to be a jump down and then the other two are actually 136.8 and 136.6. So they'll be similar. Yeah. But this one, like, yeah, What's you're the right. first though. one? 135.2. Okay, so it's yeah. a 67.2%. Yeah. So, Ooh. or 67.6%. And, and for... For both of those, like they all have great color. Oh know, yeah, well, I mean being, you can tell they've been aged. They've got yeah. the the darkness of the wood has definitely been imparted into the into the bourbon. It looks like Tyler's pee right now, probably. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> After my workouts today, yeah, that's probably what mine do too. Yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, I did two workouts today. One with by myself, one with Trina. Then I came out and helped you out a little bit. I I didn't do nearly as much work as you guys did there, but. 
but I did get mm-hmm. burnt just in yeah. that hour and a half that I was there, or hour and fifteen or whatever. Yeah, that's why I went and put on a long sleeve t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I, I, I was, was like, damn, t- that was smart. I was in a tank top and I could feel the back of my neck roasting. So yeah, I didn't check the back of my neck. It's probably like that too. But I always try to, I try to tan in phases. So like, I immediately don't realize it, but I'll get a farmer's tan to start every year. Yeah, and then I'll start wearing like sleeveless shirts so that it evens it out, almost like a fade. And then I'll have like a basically a white. Uh, sleeveless shirt on just from no tan and then I go to the beach and even it out. I, I made a mistake and I do it every single year. The first heavy tan slash burn that I get is always in a tank top and that will stick with you the rest of the year. Unless it, it you're, can, unless you're tan, at the beach. I tan, all pretty, the time. I tan pretty hard. So like I'll, I'll even it all out when I go to Destin in late June here. Yeah. So. I'll uh, I'll get when pretty tanned. When are you going to that? June twenty sixth through July third, fourth. July third. I think 4th. we're actually traveling on July fourth. Oh, that's lame. Well, they're doing nothing here this year, so yeah, that's true. That's why we booked it. We're like, well, sh- screw it, because we normally have people here to watch the fireworks, and yeah. this year there's nothing going on. They've canceled everything, which is mm-hmm. completely an overreaction, in my opinion. So, did you see the CDC? No. This week just announced <laughs> that they're estimating now that they're applying some algorithms and, and estimations to it, that yeah. the mortality rate of COVID is 0. 0.3%. 0.3. 0.3. Shit. Not 3%, 0.3%. 0.3%. So it's, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because that means over 99, like 0.7% basically of the people are surviving. Now, obviously that's not happening with the old people. The old people are just well, dropping like flies with it. It's I mean, crazy. If it wasn't for the nursing homes, like we'd have half the deaths. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that. I mean, in hindsight, I think those people were probably like, uh, "Shit, we really messed that up." Yeah. Um, but uh, they didn't really know for sure, and I yeah. mean, that's that's tough. No one, no one really knew. Well, in places like New York, I was seeing statistics of like sixty percent of the people that were coming in and being hospitalized were getting it during the stay-at-home orders. So they yeah. were actually staying at home, sheltering at home, and they were coming down with it. They were passing it around. And what they were thinking is that um, a lot of people were where there's multi generational families in the household. So like a grandfather, a great grandfather, you know, grandmother, kids. Yeah. They were just kind of passing it around. Mm. And so that happened here. Uh, one of my friends is a nurse, and he worked at West Broad at the time, and he worked in the ICU. And he, I think, I don't remember the exact number, but he said, I think it was 103 people that he saw with COVID. Only one survived of his 103. But he said it it was a lot of like elderly, a lot of, um, but he also said it was a lot of like the Somali and Mexican population, which, um, you know, it happens to be multi-generational in a lot of houses, just culturally. That's just kind of how they live sometimes. And, um, you know, he said they were just passing it around in their house and and had no idea. And and then they'd end up, you know, hospitalized. Yeah. The whole group. Yeah. But. Now he was in the ICU, so he was already seeing the people that were the most dire. So the the chances, yeah. you know, they were saying once you get on a ventilator, the chances are a lot slimmer. Sure. And I'm sure once you go to ICU, you're probably even worse. So, um, I, again, I don't have any stats on that. I'm just speaking from the hip. But <sighs> round two. Yeah, ding ding, right? So, what did you guys think about that first one? The uh, I know it was strong. So outside of that, what do you guys think of that that first? Uh, it still had some pretty good flavor. Oh, I thought it had some really good flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I've um, 
I had to order my barrel proof. So the last one we're going to do today is the one I ordered off the interwebs, and that's actually the one that we're giving uh, away on our the second. We're is, not giving away that one. I bought two barrel <laughs> two bottles. That's not a permanent enthusiast one, is it? No, no, no. This is just one I bought online. Sure. And uh, we remember we talked about just doing yeah. a giveaway. So um, this is the Elijah Craig A120 is the one we're going to do for the giveaway, uh, which is taking place as we speak. It'll be announced probably the day before this actually airs. Sure. So by the time you're listening to this, we will have announced uh, who the winner is. And I am pouring now the B519, which again is means it was the second batch of uh, 2019 in May. So continue on about your deck, sir. Um, so we finished that. It looks fantastic. Um, yeah, I will say it did look really good. The, the yeah. deck. Yeah. I know you still have some things to do. Are you staining it or what are you going to do? Yeah, going to stain it, but you're supposed to let it weather for four, three, four months. Before you stain it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Um, the wood has a lot of moisture in it. Oh, yeah. So uh, like when you do like hardwood, a lot of times they tell you to let it acclimate for yes. a couple weeks out in the like garage or something sure. before you put it in your... Yep. Or in your house, I should say. I mean, let, so, it, let it sit in your house. Yeah. So you're supposed to basically let it weather a little bit. Um, I mean, before you do it then, you're supposed to still kind of, what they call cleaning or bleaching the wood again, kind of clean it off. Yeah. Um, but then you stain it and it allows for the, the, the stain to penetrate a lot more. Because um, right now with that treated wood, like if you, if you toss like a liquid on it, it's just going to sit on the surface. Um, so, yeah uh right down from the 14 by 14 deck we are doing a 12 by 12 patio that we are going with stone that my uncle used for his circular driveway and it's a stone from india i don't know the name it's very very hard uh it's harder than blue stone and the issue is they're all roughly the same size except for the thickness of each is different so you know one could be two inches one could be three one could be four yeah, we talked about that last time. so getting them all flat is going to be a challenge <laughs> i was telling trina about that today yeah. she's like why would they do that i said i think they just like the look of the stone well the stone is the look of the stone is amazing so like, let me ask you this is it all like six by six squares six by 12 but they're squares yes so it's not like odd shaped or no. whatever no. yeah sorry but like straight edges yeah uh, all Fair, the... fairly it's a natural stone still so there'll be yes. a little bit of but, yes okay and then what do you plan on doing between them um Just i thought about or? kind of doing like a like a, a thin mortar thin cement whatever um, but I've just seen so many that crack. Right. The that, mortar, it, when it's super thin, it can crack real yeah. easy. So I'm just going to just do sand. Brush sand. Yeah. Brush sand. That's interesting. Cause I was, I meant to ask you that earlier today and I, I totally forgot. So today we started, my brother and I started the dig. Mind you at like 8am, it was 85 degrees <laughs> and where we were digging is right in the sun. Kendall, you came at what? Uh, 12. 12. Yeah. Like 1130. Um, Dude, you came at uh, two basically like for, for right an hour, at, right at two, yeah. yeah. But it was just yeah. miserably hot. And when we first got into it, as you all know, I'm I'm the lawn master. <laughs> and that is true. We the, were we actually were joking about that at the gym today. Yeah, I am the lawn master, and the roots of my grass are insanely deep. Um, 
which is a it's a good thing. You want that, but for digging not, not up when the, you're digging up, yeah, the not when you're digging up the <laughs> the grass with a, a pickaxe, and that took us a long time. Now, as it got later in the day, and it, everything really really dried out, it came up quite a bit better. Um, but yeah, we have to go. We're also dealing with a slope from the north side to the south side of the patio of about five inches. So as you go about every three feet, it's about a two inch difference. So we're having to really kind of make sure it's completely level and get to the right depth across the board. Yeah, that was definitely so, fun today, trying to figure that out. Yeah. Some math involved there and we're Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So real quick introduction to this one. Again, this is Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Same mash bill, 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. Same age statement, 12 years. However, this one is the lowest uh, proof that they have ever done for Elijah Craig. So it's a, it comes at 122.2, and it is the lowest they've ever done. Um, most of them clock in around the 130 range. So uh, this is kind of a uh, departure. So... <laughs> so uh kindle should probably be able to take this one a little bit better than the, the previous one so let's uh take a quick nose of this see what you think i would imagine they're going to be very similar Ooh, i get like i a, like the i get like a maple okay i thought yeah, yeah. No, that, i mean it's that a, makes it's sense. a different nose yeah well this so i'm looking right now at breaking bourbon and they mentioned vanilla caramel and oak so the vanilla and caramel i would think you could maybe take that together as like an uh, as a maple maybe um, I definitely yeah, get the vanilla, but I I always pick up vanilla. You know that about yeah. me. Um, I do smell the oak though too. So, but I think twelve years you're going to you're going to get the oak for sure. I accidentally took a much bigger drink on that one than I did on the previous one, but I got a little aggressive with the tilt. That's good though. I like barrel proofs. I've been drinking them a lot lately. But I think this 122.2, it definitely, after having that 135.2 last time, is much smoother. Yes. I like <laughs> Kendall. Kendall's just sitting there like, okay, okay. Um, I feel like a car right now. He's like, fill me up with some gas. Baby. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Now, um, you, now you know why corn is the main mash bill of bourbon. That's why they use corn and uh, alcohol for uh, fuel for cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like it. It's got a good taste for sure. I like the taste on this one better than the first one. Yeah, I do too, I think. And it's probably because the the alcohol on the first one just... I, I think the flavor is very similar, but the alcohol just kind of came to the forefront on the first one. Sure. And this one, it, it's letting the flavors kind of shine through, and, and the alcohol is taking a backseat a little bit to me. Now, is there like a, a better way to go about this to like... You like drink something before to like when you're drinking the higher proof... Um, bourbons to like kind of like counteract that like initial like yeah some do a lot of people will say to just take a bourbon of any kind and use it as almost like a mouth rinse to get your mouth ready for that um you know that visceral experience the the burning in your in your gums and your tongue and your in your throat just to get rid of that so that you're you know, sensory, I guess your senses are a little more apt to pick up on the stuff because they are, they're used to the shock of the alcohol. Um, so, so yeah, I think that's something we probably could have done before this is just kind of take a real quick swig of something. Um, mine's already gone. That's how drinkable it was for me. So, um, 
what's going to be interesting is is those first two uh, those first two samples were given to us by Knows Your Bourbon. Uh, the guy, uh, what is it, Chris Walters or Chris Waters, I think. Um, he gave us the first two samples there. So those were in sample bottles. I had to be very careful about pouring those out. So what we have to be careful with here is coming up uh, on the next two is that uh, they, we have actual bottles of the next two. So I'll have to be careful with the pours as so as not to uh, get us hammered. <laughs> I'm already there, chief. <laughs> I haven't had anything to eat for uh, dinner, just the McAllister so far. So, I mean, this could oh, be by the way, sneaking up on me. We quick. had McAllister's. I went and got McAllister's. After you saw me? Yeah. yeah. I had Frosty. What did well, you have? So, so, what did you get from McAllister's? So, so for those of you listening, McAllister's yeah. Deli, I think, came out of Indiana. I'm not 100% sure. I love it. Um, but we have one here in Ohio now, and uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always do the choose two, and I get the Savannah salad, Savannah chop salad, which is outstanding. And then I get, most times, not always, but I, most times I get the orange club something or other that's what jillian well jillian oh, will get so the good. the actually yeah it's the it's like the orange no that's what she gets it's club yeah and trina um, gets the chipotle chicken sandwich ooh, and it is so so we'll split it so i get the spicy southwest oh that's good too i've had that and i haven't had a bad sandwich there yet yeah, um, every, every sandwich i've had i've really enjoyed so where's it at McAllister's. Right next to Meyer and Hilliard. Oh yeah, so there's a Starbucks in the. So you know where the Starbucks yep. is? It's right. It's yeah. in the same building. Oh, they were just. They were. So like they got there. rid yeah. of my two favorite things, though. They did. I think they're seasonal. So they have a French onion, onion soup. soup. Oh, it was so good. But they have a French onion chicken sandwich, yes, which they, is they were both literally seasonal. like both of those two yes, together yes. have to be the. The most amazing combo of all time. So, you dip the sandwich into the yeah. So here's the, the funny Did thing you? is Trina hates onions. Yes. She, she likes caramelized onions. So like on a Philly cheesesteak or something sure. like that, she'll eat them. Or on a you know a burger where they've really cooked the onions or a you know some sort of omelet or something. If they've cooked the onions, she's okay. And so there's always the running joke when we got the, she'll always say no raw onions. And everyone in the table raw. will all say that. Well, how do you say raw? Raw. 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 Raw, raw, raw. Anyway, so uh, so she, uh, but she loves French onion soup because the you know the onions have actually they've the good flavor the the sweet flavor has come sure. into it. Yes, and um, but they've also been cooked all the way through, so they're not just raw onions anymore. Yeah. Raw, raw uh, onions. But uh, yeah, she loves French onion soup, which is kind of funny for how much she hates onions. Yeah, and theirs is good. Theirs is real good. Yeah, no, so I was getting that too. I we like had it. a. Oh, real quick. You know that every time you go there, you get a $2 off coupon if you fill out their survey. If you take the receipt and fill out the survey, you get a $2 off. We, every time we've gone there, we have used the $2 (laughs) off coupon. Yeah. I mean, it it just, it's two bucks, but still. And every once in a while, you'll get the two bucks off if you fill out the survey and an immediate cookie. Oh. Every once in a while. It's like like winning the lottery. And the the, the brownie counts. You can do a brownie if you don't want to do a cookie. So... That was today. Tonight was a, a tough decision for dinner because, um, this is the reason I asked for like a specific time. <laughs> At five thirty, the we were having a Japanese hibachi food truck in the neighborhood. Oh, son of a bitch! Yeah, I could have probably had you bring something from sure. Trina. We haven't sure. had dinner, yeah. and I think that's why and, she was wanting to do something tonight for dinner. They doubled up, and there's a legacy barbecue. Mother Fletcher. Yeah. Damn it. I love Legacy Barbecue. Yep. You know they're starting to sell. So Legacy Barbecue is. Have you seen the um, 
the place in downtown Hilliard, like Crooked Can. And yeah, yeah. It's right behind the Odie's. Did they open that yet? Yeah, it's open. And and so right now, the Crooked Can is open, and then they've got like an Asian pot sticker type place. Yep. And then they've got uh, Cheesecake. They have a yep, the Cheesecake Girl. Cheesecake Girl's there. There's supposed to be some lobster thing coming in. Yep. And then also Legacy is going to do ribs and tacos there. <sighs> which is interesting. Yeah. And then Coffee Connections, which is right across the street, has a little, shy, uh, a little thing, thing inside there. of it. Yeah, which is interesting. Sure. Um, but when we went there, obviously the social distancing stuff, so they only had half the tables out. Yeah. Um, but it, w- it was interesting. What I find amusing, and I'm, I'm going to say something that's probably not, uh, you know, popular opinion, but is seeing the people when they're at restaurants wearing masks. Sure. I'm like, you're eating. What? what that's coming off. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Or sitting in a car by themselves wearing a mask. Oh, the, the car blows People my mind. People driving with masks. Right. Yeah. Just blows and, my mind. And nitrile gloves. Like, right. They're wearing on. gloves and a mask and, in a car. I'm like, you just, everything you just touched wherever you went, you have just now brought into your car. Yeah. Like, if you're really worried about contamination, you just brought all that into your car. You're yep. going to have to, like, if, in, if you're, like, wearing it into your car, you're going to have to have, like, four pairs because you're going to have to put them on when you open the door. Right. Take them off, put them on when you close the door, take those <laughs> off, put another pair on when you touch the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know what? To be fair, we don't know that they haven't done that. Right. That's true. That is very true. You know what's gross and disgusting, though? Lots of all of these people. Yeah. Tons Tyler's of feet? Oh. These, well, <laughs> Tyler's feet are freaking finger, <laughs> finger toes. I took a picture of those and put them on one of our posts yeah. a while back. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> did. 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 So, Shout out Tyler's feet. Tyler's finger toes. So, so what grosses me out is all these people that are like self-righteous, wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask, COVID, 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 and then they just throw their fucking mask and gloves on the floor or on the ground of the parking lot. I'm like, really? Is I, haven't, it, I haven't seen too much of that. But oh my God. Oh, I saw, I saw They're everywhere. Today. Go into a parking lot. Just look anywhere. And it's less and less people are wearing masks right now than sure. a month ago. But you couldn't go to any store without seeing a freaking set of gloves on the ground or a mask on the ground. By That's the just way, disgusting. Now that I'm back to work, I have to wear both of those. Yeah, I have day. to wear a mask. I have coach. to wear gloves, and I don't have to technically. And, and and mind you, the same thing with the gloves. Unless I change them every two seconds at a place <laughs> like a sixty thousand square foot gym, I'm doing nothing. And I, the other thing, I think is, it's just a, a sign of safety the, for people. Sure, absolutely. that's all it is. And in the mask, that thing, warm fuzzy feeling. Eight hours a day with the mask on. Oh, is uh, there's going to be well, an acne goatee for everyone sure. so coming here, up soon. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that the other day of like, I have this on, not to mention, like I pull it down on various times or remove it. I'm breathing my dirty breath, <laughs> right? which is probably dirtier than normal people's breath. But not only that, do you notice that after well, a little bit, you start hot, to smell sweat, your fucking yeah. breath? Oh, you do. And you're, you're like, just like, God, what the fuck did I eat? Yeah. Oh my God, this is disgusting. People but are sitting there that, talking to me and they wet, smell this? The, that wet oh, mask God. is just cupped to your face. Yeah. And you're like, this is disgusting. So, so have you noticed this too? Like when you talk, does it pull your mask down yes, because it catches like, in your beard? So your beard grabs no, it and pulls it down off your nose and you're grabbing it. And that's defeating the purpose. You're just yes. taking your hand, putting it back on your mask, pulling it up over yeah. your nose. So you're defeating the I will purpose. say some of the, the masks that I do 
have have the uh, the metal wire that runs. Yeah. Through. So I so I you crimp can form it, it to yeah. Your, yeah, and that's yeah. a that's a little bit better. But also, there's a lot of tension in your ears. There's a lot of tension on your nose. Yeah, and what's funny to me is like if if you watch real people that do this for a living, that wear masks for a living, like they they are better at not touching their face and all that stuff. But they also, um, you know, they know that they can't wear beards or yeah. goatees. So like my my buddy Brett, who was on one of the episodes, uh, he's a nurse, and he they were told they had to shave their face, and the whole reason for it is to to get the the real seal. Yes. Like on the N95 mask and the respirator masks and stuff like that, they actually have to shave so that they can, you know, uh, I guess, get that seal against their face. Yep, 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 yep. So what do we got here? C919 now? Is that what we're doing? Yep. So uh, you haven't really gotten any word in edgewise yet, uh, uh, Kendall. So uh, so real quick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass this off to you after I say this. The best news I've had today, the best news, guess what it is? You know what it is, Tyler. And you you probably know what it is, Kendall. Oh. The best news I got today. What is it? Dingers. Oh, softball. Softball. We might be playing softball starting in uh, July. Let's go. I am so freaking pumped. I am so excited about that. Champs are here. It's, the yeah. champs are here. We are the returning champs, right? Yeah. Damn. And we had a huge comeback in the final game, right? Yes. To win, right? Huge. Like literally, I think twenty runs, something just ridiculous. <laughs> it wasn't that many, but it was, it was like twelve. It was like twelve. It, it was absolutely demoralizing to the other team. How well, it was demoralizing runs. to us in the well, first part of the game. Yes, and then our comeback, which we've done now like two out of the last three years, we've come back like that yeah. to win it. And I'll tell you what, man, it, it is. It's got to we, be demoralizing. We strung together like fifteen runs. Oh, it, but was, it was crazy. Like, it was like. The fourth inning when we started doing it. But you have to remember, half our team is old, so it takes us a minute to warm up. Yeah. And honestly, that's a big part of it. Like I think our, I hit a home run, too. And we had an hour break in between our uh, in between our games, and I think we cooled yeah. down again. I think that was a big part of it. We need to play back-to-back. Yeah. So we've got uh, I C... This is mine. C919. This is Tyler's uh, contribution. And um, this one... The nose one, on it's not as good as the second one. All right, fair enough. Strong. So this one is um, 136.8 proof, so it's up from the first one we tried. So prepare yourself, Kendall. Uh, same mash bill, <laughs> and it's 12 years. Uh, this one was released in November of 2019, um, but it was barrel or bottled actually in uh, September, hence the C919. So they released it a, a month later. Um, so you should be getting heavy vanilla on this one on the nose. Brown sugar, oak, and caramel is what it says. Brown I'm sugar. definitely getting the brown sugar on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah that I really like that. I still really like the taste of this one. Yes, you've already you've already jumped you, ahead. Yeah, Good. you great, get a great. you get a a tingle on the tip of the tongue on this one. Good. <laughs> I was about to drink it. He's over there choking. <laughs> He's like, great. Kevin <laughs> oh, was like, I'm not coming back to this. It's like I really enjoyed last time. Yeah. This time, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this is good. Yes. This might be my favorite one we've had so far. Mm-hmm. Either that or my mouth is just getting numb from all the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that numbing coming on. I like <laughs> Did the water. Did he just have a best. stroke? <laughs> 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 did roasted just, did Kendall just have a stroke I don't <laughs> know coming <laughs> like it. Uh, so it should Welcome be on the palate it's saying bold oak sweet brown sugar which I am getting the brown sugar on this one I think that's why I like this 
mm-hmm. and then burnt burnt caramel, not regular caramel, and rich vanilla. I'm getting the oak. I'm getting the brown sugar for sure. I'm not getting the caramel so much, and the vanilla is almost more of like in the background. I'm not really getting too much of the vanilla. Uh, it says on this, and it's probably the spiciness that, why they say this, but the finish, it says cinnamon, rich seasoned oak, toffee, and a pinch of leather. Leather is generally akin to like the age of the bourbon, which is 12 years, so I could see that maybe, but I, I don't necessarily make a habit of like tasting leather. So, you know. I, I Tyler's don't. really into that BDSM stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a leather face mask that says daddy on it. Well, and he's got that, he's also got that leather ball gag that he uses. when uh, I use that when, inside of my mask. When Jillian pegs him. <laughs> Is that working? A ball yeah. gag? When Jillian pegs him so he yeah. can't cry out. I'm sorry. Did we just take a turn for the drunk? No. Um, that's great. This no, is good. actually this is actually a little smoother than the other ones. Uh, not as like it's harsh. the highest. And it's the alcohol. highest proof we've had so yeah. far. Which is weird. It's yeah. awesome. I like it. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing is is I feel like when you have a barrel proof that's really good, the alcohol doesn't make that huge of an appearance. The alcohol shouldn't make that big of an appearance. Yeah. Even though it is a barrel proof, this is I'm tasting the oak and I'm tasting the like the age and the and the the actual flavors. It's really nice. Like. It almost seems like, and I'd like to know maybe what happened with the seasons of these sure, barrels, sure. but it almost seems like maybe it was a hotter time, like, and it allowed the barrel to produce more of the sugar into the, you know, yeah. merge that with the bourbon itself. I mean, when I first opened that, like, obviously you can tell the, the, the alcohol percentage, but I was blown away on how much flavor. Well, we've is done in that this bottle. one before. We did the, yes. we did this when we did a Blanton's, I think, before. When yeah. we did your well, Blanton's barrel pick yeah. at your house. Yeah. I'm going to open this other one up, let it breathe a little bit, just to let it off. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this one, uh, of the three we've done so far, have easily been, that that's easily, easily been my favorite. Easily. It's good, and it's... I can tell the difference right when I drink it. It's, like, so smooth. It's, like, I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. You're right. You're right. It's good. Yeah, I would agree. So I have Elijah Craig regular small batch. We should have started with that just to get hey, his. Uh, I wasn't going to say this upstairs. Cause I don't know if you uh, told Trina your plans yesterday, but I think in the morning I'm going to go get that new grill yeah. and then assemble it. It's probably going to take me two hours. I might assemble it inside. Does that sound crazy to no. assemble it inside? Especially the house? if it's going to be hot out. Yeah. When I assembled mine, I was outside, but it was like 75 degrees. It was perfect weather. Yeah. Don't you have a bunch of shade in the back, like under those trees? No, I think he gets yeah. all day sun. Well, actually, trees, but maybe, yeah. even up till like noon, it's only supposed to be 70 degrees. So I might, but. I To uh, be, you know what I really enjoyed about the Traeger? What? Is they like totally embraced the culture of grilling out. When you got your Traeger grill. In the directions, when you first open it up, it it shows a six pack of beer. There's like a there's like a clip art six pack of beer there saying Traeger grills are better, you know, uh, or more fun more fun putting together with friends. Yeah. <laughs> and like it said that right on it. I'm like, oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. And then and then one of the things that helped hold the barrel in place of the of the Traeger grill was a cardboard holder, like a placeholder, like you know, like a spacer. Sure. When you pull it out, it had two circular holes in it that had uh, clip art for beers uh, <laughs> and they were the perfect size nice. for beers so like they're totally embracing like yes. they're not taking themselves too seriously i yeah. just thought that was hilarious i think i took a picture of it too but it's 
it's so funny that they just don't take themselves too seriously. They know, all right, you're 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 not solving sure. world peace here, world hunger. You're actually building a grill. So get some beer, have some fun. What I was disappointed in is that they weren't, they didn't have any, um, you know, uh, Kenzie Dram or uh, Glencairn slots for nice. bourbon. Nice, but whatever. But I might try. So I know that to you're. Now I was talking to Drew a little bit about this. They call for seasoning the grill. Yeah, and it can mean a couple different things. My my directions came with how you season your grill to get started, sure. and my app how, had it too. What did it call for yours? For mine, it all it said was is you throw in your pellets, you heat it up, turn it up to like uh, I think it was to start with like two hundred for like ten minutes, twenty minutes, just to get it fired up and stuff, and then turn it up to like four hundred for twenty minutes or a half hour. I can't remember how long. Yeah, like, this is all from memory, and uh, that was it. That's it. That was it. Did you have to oil the grates or? Mm-hmm. I guess you don't have cast iron grates or anything like that. So no, and I. So what's funny is uh, Trina just happened to be invited to a pampered chef thing, uh, right when I got my grill. Yeah, and she ordered these uh, claws to sure. tear the you yeah. know like meat tearing claws or whatever. But she also ordered like a wood uh, grill scraper. Sure. But of course, because everyone's ordering shit from pampered chef right now due to COVID, it still hasn't come in yet. Oh. So I've done like sure. Th- Three sure. big things. So far, I've done ribs, Memphis style. Yeah. And I did the... Great. You didn't get to have any of my um, brisket, did you? No, no. You didn't come for that? No. The brisket was good. Real? It was really good. Nice. Like, I, I did a brisket... And Overnight? It like was a 12-hour. Oh, so, oh, so we didn't talk about this, did we? No. I'm going to talk about this real quick. So, I did a brisket. So, I had to go to the gym to do uh, equipment return because we were about to open up the next weekend. Yeah. And we're the next uh, Tuesday. It was the Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And we were having people over on Sunday. Oh, you were on your boat. That's why. Yeah. So so Sunday, we were doing our Memorial Day cookout because I knew if there was any loose ends for opening up on Tuesday after Memorial Day, I needed to be at the gym. So I started, I, I had to go in at um, 9 a.m. to start checking people's stuff back in that they had borrowed. We'd let people that were members of our gym borrow stuff during COVID so they could work out from home. And so I got up at 5.30 that morning. It was a 12-hour cooking Yeah, for the brisket. I got up at 5.30 that morning, turned on my grill, had the brisket already seasoned the night sure. before with a, with a rub. It wasn't quite a dry rub. It was a, it was a wet rub. Uh, rubbed it, let it sit overnight, put it on the grill, and it's supposed to cook for t- at 200 for um, six hours. Yeah, and then you wrap. And then you wrap it, and then <clears throat> you... Um, Put in some, uh, some. I think I used beef um, broth, broth, and then uh, put it back on. You so put it in the tin foil, yeah, tin foil, pan. double double wrapped in tin foil, uh, not in a pan, just double wrapped in tin foil. Put it on the grill back again, and um, so the first five six hours is for smoking, and then and then yeah. the rest of it's just more for cooking. And you turn up the heat a little bit sure. to like two fifty or something like that. And that's one of the things I've heard about pellet grills is, and I don't know specifically with Traegers, but they don't produce great smoke above like 230 or 240. Maybe. So I you, you cook them lower. And Early you, to get the smoke. Yes. Um, that could be, but the flavor sure. was freaking amazing. Yeah. Anyway, back to this. So I come back at, I get back at like noon. So I'm a half hour late from, you know, taking it off, wrapping it, put it, putting it back on with the, with the uh, beef broth. 
My grill's turned off. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm sitting there and I go out and I'm, I've opened up my grill and my neighbor comes over. And he's like, hey, I saw your grill was smoking this morning. So I came over and turned it off. I'm like, like, what the fuck? You didn't even look inside of it to see what the fuck was in there? It's a smoker. He's like, yeah, it was smoking. So I, I, and you weren't home. So I turned it off. I saw you leave this morning. I'm like, I said, you didn't think to look inside of it. I said, I'm cooking a brisket. And he goes, oh my God, I am so sorry. He's like, it's only been like maybe an hour. And so I checked the internal temperature of, and it was still, so I restarted it and immediately it was already at like 170. Yeah. So it really wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't like sitting there in just 80 degree weather for six hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it had had gotten five hours. (laughs) Are you really choking this thing? (laughs) It's like. Every once in a while, it hits this spot. <laughs> His voice. And it like burns. <laughs> you sounded like you needed one of those. Uh, I just had a sip of this. And <laughs> one of those oh, things for your neck. Holy smokes, baby. So That's woo, so good. Talk about smoking. It is. So I, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'd be pissed. I'd be I was livid. so fucking pissed. So I didn't tell Trina because I didn't want her to think because she wouldn't have eaten it if she had known oh, that. Yeah. She would have thought, well, it's ruined. Oh, it's ruined. So I, I wrapped it, put it in, cooked it. The internal temperature was actually good. It was still, you know, right where like a 175 or 180 or something like that. So I put it on the grill and you're supposed to take it off when it's like 210, I think, if I remember right. I'm, again, from memory. Um, so I put it on. 5.30 rolls around, it's at two, 210 degrees or whatever it's supposed to be to pull it out. I have the sensor that plugs back into the you know the Traeger grill. And so it gave me the alarm on my phone, said, hey, your, your internal, your meat's done. Your meat's done. Yeah, it was cool. And uh, so I pull it off and I'm like, God, please don't, you know, please don't be ruined meat, you know, like, but it was so good. And Did you, you could, let it rest? Yeah, for a half hour afterwards. Okay. It actually ended up being like 40 minutes, but, sure. but there was a smoke ring. You could see it. It was so good. Yeah, and everyone was. I get so nervous because I've never made a brisket before. Yeah, just like when I made the ribs, I was so nervous. I'd never made ribs before, yeah. so I was worried I was going to mess it up. And it's uh, a lot of meat to mess up too. When you right, do. and it's expensive. So yeah. like, if you mess it up, you're like, fuck. I just fuck. There's fifty bucks. Yeah, fifty bucks down the drain. But everyone ate it and ate the shit out of it. It was good. It was so good. So that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. So that was a long ass uh, segue, wasn't it? Shout out to the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> fucking douchebag. God, uh, you're uh, you're gross smoking. All right. <laughs> so I turned it on. So I turned see it the off. Oh, on the seriously, side? what the hell kind of? Th- Listen, like, does he have your phone number? No, but he is the biggest fucking redneck white trash guy I've ever met in my life. Now, I live in a condo. Just for those of you listening, I live in a condo. So my next door neighbor is actually I share a wall with him. Yeah, yeah. And the guy is just he'll, he he is he is. He's a nice guy, but he talks your ear off nonstop, and he always wants to let you know how much he spent on things. So he'll tell you how much mm. his grill costs. He'll tell you how much you know his aquarium costs. He'll tell you like it's just nonsense. It, it never stops. And me and my neighbor. So my my other neighbor, we sandwich him, and we talk. <laughs> we yeah. sandwich him. Oh, old neighbor sandwich. Yeah. sandwich him. <laughs> it's a good Friday. It's a good Friday. <laughs> so what did you do last Friday? I sandwiched my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> There's our cold opener right there. Yeah. So anyway, that's right. <laughs> I say which my neighbor. <laughs> oh shit! This one's gonna be a little heavier. Poor. For all no, of us. No. Yes. 
Oh, damn it. Spill. Yeah. That's what happens when you have a full bottle of bourbon. When Tyler's trying to pee. So this Girl. one is the A120, 136.6 proof, 68.3% alcohol by volume. I'll pull up the deets on that one here in a second. But uh, I, so was I, did I cut you off? Did I cut your story off about your, your grill when I started talking about my do. story? I know. I, always do. I have a bad habit of that. I um, know that I do. That's my character. You want to talk. <laughs> yeah. No, but honestly, yeah. that is probably my biggest character flaw is I, I will interrupt someone for my story because it's more important than your story. And that's just, that's just how, <laughs> it's more important. Than yours. <laughs> no, I know it's not. I just, I was trying to be funny there, but that, no, it but was it's, funny. but it's one of the things that I'm trying to work on. Like Trina and I talk about it because, you know, like I know that I do that and I'm, I, it's the product of me in my opinion, being the youngest in my family and none of my siblings ever took me seriously. So I always had to fight for that attention, like yeah. to get them to listen to me. It's been to a shrink. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, no, that is like that is honest though. to God. That is honest to God. Self uh, infliction. No, self uh, diagnosed. Yep. That's not. I've never been to a shrink. Uh, not, not that there's anything I, wrong with that or anything. Only I just caught outside. <laughs> the pool was cold. <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> oh, oh shit! We've been nah, drinking. I don't. Uh, we I don't know if I've got anything else. Drinking. We've been. No, I'm. I'm pretty pumped for that girl, though. I'm. I'm really no, pumped. It, honestly, I was. I was second guessing because I had a grill. Yeah. I was honestly second guessing getting a grill. I got that Joe Rogan coupon or a sure. discount, and that, that that that's what put me over the edge. I, I I put it in my my basket. Like I put everything in. I got the the shelf, the cover, the pellets, the um, the grill itself, and the shipping and yeah. all that stuff. And before I put on the Joe Rogan like code, it was just Rogan. It was I was like, oh fuck, like shit. But then when you hit the code, it was free shipping, free shelf, free pellets, and free. Um, did I forget something? And twenty percent off, and twenty percent off. Oh wow, that's a, yeah. So that's it was a like a legit. It was a like legit got, discount. It was a COVID. Uh, it was a COVID discount. Like they, so everyone was trying to sell stuff, and I. I like what they are. I like what some of the newer grills are. I really do. I think some of the automation's okay. Um, I kind of poo-poo on it a little bit because you're 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 almost taking away from what is the act of smoking, and that's being able to control the heat. Um, but when I found that the Masterbuilt makes a charcoal automatic one that sold me the fact that it gets 700 degrees we 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 talked about how you don't like searing on stuff like that but i'm sure i like it when it's done well yeah my problem is and, and backstory i don't think we've talked about this on the actual show uh-uh. but backstory for me is my family always cooked their fucking meat well done yeah. Oh. So that makes I I hated same. I hated same, steak same, same. I hated burgers I hated meat growing up, and my buddy went to Johnson and Wales Culinary School up in uh, Rhode Island or something like yep. that, and um, came back to to our town and was working at a local restaurant and he's like let me cook you a steak, I'm like I don't like steak man he's like let me cook you a steak and he made it medium rare and I was like holy shit like my head exploded. Yeah. My world changed, and ever since then, like I've been a meat guy. Like I, honestly, for my heritage, not liking meat was just weird. 
but my parents just they just cooked the shit out of it. Yeah, and I just so like the the burn on the edge. It was always because of the well doneness. Sure. I don't, and that reminds me of the sear. When you get a sear, like at a at a place, when they sear the the bur- even though it's medium rare inside, that sear yeah. reminds me. It gives me like a mental flashback sure. to growing up, and it it just ruins the flavor of the. And so, it, it makes me sick. It honestly makes me like physically sick. I've seen I've seen on this master bill a lot of people do like the reverse sear on a on a tomahawk ribeye, and holy shit. Basically, just smoke it in there, cook it in there, pull it off, get the grill back up to 700 degrees, and then you just, 45 seconds, 45 seconds, it's done. And it just looks incredible. Well, the grill that I just replaced was bigger than the grill that I have now. However, the the cooking area I have on the new grill is, is bigger. Sure. And the reason for that is I had three burners on the previous grill. It was a gas grill, uh, as opposed to the wood pellet I just got. And but it had a big section on the right hand side for searing, so it had like one of those ceramic searing sections, yeah. and then it had a searing section on the back, which I'm not sure how you sear from the back, but I, I never got into it that much to know, and I didn't really care about searing. But yeah, so so the grill I had had a searing station, I just never used it yeah. because I just that that doesn't appeal sure. to me. The so one thing, one thing that's nice is. The grill will get to 225 in, I think it's like four minutes, five minutes. Yeah, that's about it. Gets to, too, yeah. It gets to 700 in 13 minutes. Now, yours is a charcoal, right? Yes. So yeah. you can do like a lump charcoal or you can do hardware charcoal or. I don't or even lumped. know that mine goes up to 700. Yeah. It might. I don't, I've, I've I, never tried. Yeah. I've never tried. Um, so. Basically, people take and they'll layer charcoal. The wood chips? Well, they don't do chips because the, the grate that it falls through is, is too big. So it's like, what, the wood cubes or whatever? The yeah, the lump. lump. So they'll go like hardwood lump, charcoal, hardwood lump, charcoal. They'll layer it. But then they'll take a few chunks of the lump and they'll put it in the ash tray. Yeah, right. So when that falls, it's basically still... It's- it's it's creating yes. just enough uh, burning to it th- so yes. that it smokes up. Yeah. Right so there. I was watching a video, and one thing that kind of pushed my happiness meter down a little <laughs> bit is when you light the grill <laughs> with the, the starter, um, you kind of light this like a uh, little fire starter, and it goes. <laughs> it takes, it still takes. So for those of you at home, Tyler just did the, I don't know, tickling, tickling your balls. Tickling your ball fondle. Yeah. <laughs> Motion for lighting the grill. Yeah. <laughs> and so me and Kendall just kind of made eye contact and shared a moment. We shared a moment. So that's funny. It still <laughs> takes about 10 minutes for the coals to be lit. Now, is it an automatic lighter or do you have to get in there? No, you, get you, in there you, a, you, a it has lighter. this little slot with these little starters. You push it in, you light it. It lights pretty quick. Yeah. But then you, then you leave everything open. You come back. The, the coals are like actively going. You, shut, you shut the it. top, you yeah. shut the, the ash catcher, and then you turn the grill on. And that's where it takes another five minutes to get it to 225 it takes 13 minutes yeah. so it's gotcha. it's a little bit longer process than you're going to get with yours yeah but but to be honest i mean most smokers i think they use charcoal 
So, I mean, you're probably going to get more of a realistic smoking experience with yes. yours than I will with sure, mine. Sure, sure. Mine, I feel like, and artificial is not the right word because you're actually using wood and burning it, but I feel like mine's more of an artificial smoking as opposed to yours where yeah. it's the true, like if you buy a smoker, I believe an they're charcoal. Smarkle. Um, So you can Most go charcoal or you can just go straight up wood. like an offset wood wood smoker. Yeah, like the big like commercial ones where are they actually are thrown in logs. Logs, yeah. right, yeah. Um, can you like buy a Not a log flavor? in the sense that, I, that you think I mean, log. What's that uh, from? What's that from? I don't know. I don't know. Christmas vacation. <sighs> All right. Anyway, Kendall, what's your question? No, was, uh, can you buy is, different flavors? It's actually wood? a question from the crowd, um, the people that are listening right now. Yeah, they wanted to know <laughs> can you have different flavors of wood chips? Yes. Like cherry, cherry oh, mahogany. Yeah, that's a big thing. Hickory. Yeah. Hickory is a big one. Yeah. Apple. You can also do like wood. a generic, like a, it's like a multi blend. Where that and that's what I've been using so far. I haven't gotten, I haven't branched out into the different flavors. So what I'm also curious is, I've I've watched a few videos where, for like a brisket, a really long smoke. Quick question: They use what? How many videos have you watched? Of uh, people smoking meat. <laughs> I don't know. Probably twenty five at least. Counting counting Pornhub or no? Yeah. <laughs> Man, he got his meat smoked. <laughs> yeah. No, I honestly, once you get the grill, I've done the same thing. Yeah. No, so like YouTube I've been watching everything. a ton yeah. of, I've been watching a ton of uh, videos so that I don't mess up my, cause I, I don't want to have people over. Sure. And then like the next day I get a call, Hey, you, <laughs> you food poisoned me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, so I've been really, really yeah. careful and watched a ton of videos. So hey, but, real, real quick, let's talk about this uh, last one we have here. This is the A120. And this is, again, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. It is, um, the proof on this one is 136.6, so that's 68.3, so it must be a little more than 0.6, alcohol by volume. And this one, what do you guys get on the nose for this? Have you had a chance to uh, nose it yet? I got a lot of caramel, actually. Yes. I would say that. Yeah, not definitely as, some vanilla, but it's other one. yeah. I I would agree with that. The brown sugar, the last one, that that A or what was it? C C C nine one nine. So that one, I that one's going to be tough to beat. I the brown sugar on that one. I I'm a big brown sugar I fan. I love brown sugar. So I think that's going to make it tough for me to beat. But um, but this one, I I definitely get the vanilla as a almost like an afterthought. But the car the caramel. Caramel, caramel, whatever. I get that. I mean, I do get oak. I mean, it is. Again, it's a 12-year 12 12-year, 12 uh, uh, aging. So what do, you guys, what do you guys think? Have you had a taste of this yet? Yeah. So in my readings, I've noticed um, we talked, we had the 122.2. Whoa. And that is the lowest. The highest they've ever done is a 140 proof. Which is just absolutely nuts. One forty—that's um, the mark, right? One forty point two is the highest they've ever done with Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. But it's—is that still considered bourbon at that point? <sighs> I don't remember what the what the. Uh, I can go grab my uh, Stave and Thief or Thief and Stave or whatever uh, book and and check. But I don't remember what uh, what it can be. What the highest it can be when it's when it's bottled. Um, but this is not bad. Okay, so my 
my biggest difference, like uh, the one before, I, I tasted like um, like the sweetness, I guess. Mm-hmm. This one, I definitely taste more of like <sighs> like that wood, like yeah. or whatever barrel. What it? What it? Oak. What did you say? Oak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I taste that more in this one for sure. Do you like it? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I like I like I like both. I like the sweet, and then I also like have a yeah. I do like that oak oaky taste. It's the I used to not like because a lot of people define it as like a tobacco or a uh, not when you're smoking tobacco, but like if you were to chew yeah, on tobacco yeah. uh, or oh, leather. Did, yeah. Um. So so a lot of people. Uh, compare the aging of oak and stuff like that the introduction of the oak flavor as that um and at first when i when i got into this i didn't like that so much but i'm it's starting to grow on me and i i do agree with you like i really really like the sweetness and it's not like overly sweet or anything but you get but it definitely jumps out at you of the last one of the c919 but the a120 you're right it's not as sweet but i do taste that oak and i like that it's not bad it's almost like a it's almost more balanced, even though it's a freaking one thirty six point six proof. You know what? Actually, now that you're uh, talking about like the tobacco and like, um, I've like you know chewed like Red Man or like Levi Garrett yeah. before, yeah. And like, just after like, like thinking back to like what that like taste was, and like from that, I can mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. So that's, that's interesting crazy. that you bring that's that up. Weird. No, no, it's not crazy because Fred Minnick. I was listening to him, and and Who's one that? of the. I'm oh my kidding. god! I'm <laughs> you say it funny, but you've asked me that before. That's the funny thing. I know, I know that's and the we have, bourbon, that? we have a bourbon that? podcast, and Fred Minnick's like one of the most famous like bourbon taster critique critics or whatever. He has his own like podcast, YouTube channel, all this stuff. Anyway, one of the things that he says, and I think it's kind of interesting, is he asks you, "What is your favorite childhood uh, like flavor?" And his, for example, I think, I can't remember what the cookie was, but he said it was something, or no, it was cinnamon, it was cinnamon rolls. And his his mom used to make cinnamon rolls and they would be just a little burnt. And so he's always looking for that flavor. And so when he finds that flavor in a bourbon, he just ends up loving it. And he, and he always explains, he's like, look, I'll rate my bourbons, but you, it may not match up to what you think. He's like because you know there's that there's that uh, that memory that that flavor memory that you have, and I'm not doing what he says justice I'm sure, but he has he talks about that flavor memory, and when you come across something that reminds you of something in the past and like for you that chewing tobacco the red man or whatever, you know it, it brings that back to you and when someone brings up the idea of tobacco you you're starting to think about that like, and that's yeah, it ties in together yeah for yeah sure. and and so. So that's what a, a lot of times the bourbons, in my opinion, because of the the flavors you get from the wood, but also the flavor from the corn and the malted barley and the rye. I, there's just so many like uh, they call it expressions, basically, of the bourbon. But but when you start adding in the sugars of the of the wood from the burnt, you know, insides of the barrel, it, it really starts to there. There's just it's it's crazy because there's so many bourbons. I'm sitting, turning around looking at my bourbon collection right now. There's so many bourbons, and every one of them just has something different. Or just like in like the like within the all these that we tasted, you know, same. It's same the same aging, mash bill, same, same aging. aging, yeah. But but just they're a just different. a little bit different, yeah. yeah. And it could be the season. It could be you know, 
I'm just making this up, but it could just be maybe it accidentally charred for one more second on that barrel or, or something like that. But, but you're right. Like the, the season itself that it, that it was aged, um, you know, one extra season where it was extra hot or extra cool or something like that. And that affects the, the outcome of the bourbon. And we've had now granted these are barrel proof, which generally means that they don't touch it, but they are allowed to add a little bit of water to proof it down to, and I don't remember what the what the threshold is to where it no longer it could be called barrel proof. So they can add a little bit of water to this, and they might have done some of that just to get it to what they think is the exceptional flavor for that particular barrel, which is, you know, a lot of times that and the seasons are going to affect what the actual um, um, uh, proof ends up being. And also, you know, where it, I, I don't know the Elijah Craig barrel proof method. I don't know if they always take it from a certain floor or whatever, but certain floors will also affect the bar- the uh, the proof as well. Whether it uh, gains in in uh, in proof or goes lower in proof can be dependent on which floor it's on, um, whether it's cool or whether it's hot and stuff like that. Right. Um, but yeah, it is interesting. These are all the same mash bill, all four of these, but yeah, they all had a very distinct flavor, in my opinion. Um, something popped out about each one of them. So Tyler has just honest to God been dead to us for the last two minutes while we were talking about this. Let me see what the hell you're looking at. And it's because he gets on his damn phone and he just can't all stop. of a sudden, he can't do it's anything. Addictive. He can't do anything. <laughs> so if we, if we had to, uh, <laughs> that's good so if if you had to uh rate these one through four i know this wasn't a blind uh how would you rate them and then also let's talk about our regular rating system you know of of whether or not uh it's a pass a shelf or a hunt uh question real quick so there was really no difference between these two proof wise or <sighs> just like like what is the main difference. There's between. no difference between any of well, these are so so real quick, these are all Elijah Craig barrel proof. Yes, yes. And we're explaining this to, to Kendall right yeah. now. He's not a, a huge bourbon enthusiast, but he's getting there. Sorry, bourbon enthusiasts everywhere. But he's getting there and he's interested. That's why we like that's why we like having him on the show, because he's a novice on this, but he's interested. Sorry, we're so novices. the only difference between these they all have the same mash bill. Okay. They've all been aged twelve years. Twelve years, yep. Um, the only difference is, and it could be seasonal, it could be whether they added a little bit of water just to get a better profile, is the the proofs. The proof. So the proof of this one's 136.8. The proof of this one's 136.6. So not that's, much of a difference. That's crazy. This has higher proof yet sweeter. But it's only like 0.2. Right, 0.2. You but wouldn't yet, think that would. Right. So, so there's other things, and, and, and I don't remember the percentage they say, but like I think they say like 60% of the flavor comes from the wood, especially when it's been aged longer. So 12-year bourbon, that's, that's and I've also heard a lot of people say, and I don't have enough experience on this to know if this is true or not, but a lot of people say 12 years is that sweet spot. Yeah. Once you pass 12 years, so like the pappies and some of those things, unless you do it right, once you pass 12 years, you get too much wood influence in the bourbon. And 12 years is a great, great age because you're you're getting a ton of expression from the bourbon. You're getting a ton of expression from the actual uh, barrel itself. And then now they're, they're merging together and they're starting to form, you know, a really good flavor profile. 
but a, a lot of things go into this. So like, you know, you've, we, the real difference here is that we've, we've started at B. So the second release may of, of 2019 and gone all the way to January of 2020 and four different releases during that time. But they all have a different flavor profile. Oh yeah. Vastly. Now, that's part so of that's crazy. going to that's be awesome. because of the part of that's going to be because of the proofing. They're all a little bit different in proofing, but the last two we tried aren't that different in proof. Uh-uh. It's like 0.2. And like a major distinct major But there's a change. huge difference in flavor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now that's a great question. That's a great observation because I, I wasn't even thinking about that until you said that. So that's that's what's it so takes crazy. The novice to come in and, and enlighten us. Yeah. You know what's just just absolutely mind blowing on these is you can get a barrel proof or even a single barrel and someone's like, nah, I wasn't really that that great of a fan of it. You could have the same one that's another barrel or another batch that yeah. is a different barrel proof. That's just well, think about way different. Yeah, but think about this. That's exactly why. And I don't know what the hell is going on with my arm thing here. It keeps popping up. But that's the whole reason why these barrel picks are huge. Yeah. Because you've got, you know, the standard single barrels, but then you've got all these other people and other bourbon clubs and all these other whatever that come in and they do their own pick of a barrel. So it, it almost gives them that artistic expression of of saying, this is my flavor profile. This is a bourbon that you guys made, but I like this flavor profile better than these other ones. And it's different than what you'd find on the shelf. Yeah. So it allows these clubs and places to come in and say, you know what? I like what's on the shelf, but it gives it gives them that ability to kind of add their own artistic or flavor profile to, you know, that existing product that's out on the shelves already, naturally on the shelves. Yeah. And that's why I like the bourbon clubs that I'm part of is that they're taking existing bourbons and they're adding their own flavor profile to it. Not adding, but they're they're choosing. picking the barrel, yeah, choosing based on their flavor flavor profile. So let's go back. We talked about last time you hadn't received your first shipment of the thing your wife got you, that uh that bourbon. What did uh, you think of it? What was the name of it and what do you think of it? First off, I forget what it was. I forget the name. I've never heard of it. I can look it, it up. Was. I can look it up. Your That's wife texts me all the time. Big so I, surprised she's, that he forgets something. Hey, listen, and it was. Listen, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's go back here. So, okay. I have look look. I have shit. That's not what I meant to do. But look at all the freaking texts I have on here. You see that? Yeah. Wow. So I have a ton, right? So Surprise. that being said, no, no, that's not that's not the point of this. It wasn't a flex. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> the point is, is that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, is his wife. Seven down in my texting. Is but his I'm wife. number three. That's yeah, all that matters. Today. Today. But but his wife is seven. And guess who's right above his wife? My wife. So my <laughs> wife, thank God, my wife is yeah, six. God, yeah. but, but the point is, is that yours is, I only have to go down seven to get to your wife's text. Hey. So anyway. Someone's uh, got to keep her happy. <laughs> oh my God. So the name of yours is Tasters Club. Yes. And what was the first bourbon you got from there? I don't remember. God damn it. Seriously. But but I will. You I sent will, a picture we need of to, it. We need to. Did I? To the stupid ass Buckhorn podcast shit that we. The, the, the fucking dumbest ass messenger group I've ever. I hate Facebook Messenger. The only reason I use Facebook Messenger is because of the Buckhorn podcast. They invited me into a group text. And uh, 
So and and I'm looking at it right now, and and you sent that to them. That's funny. Did I? Did I send it to them? <laughs> no, the the thing oh, you yeah, just did, showed us. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. So you Jan sent Jankle. you sent in that somewhere the picture of. Yes, I did. It's Opedon. Was it any good? It was Opedon. Yeah, O P P I D A N. It, it was is. terrible. Really? It was like Cleveland Underground bad. Really? Yes. So, so I he, didn't finish my glass. So let me tell you this. So Mash and Drum. I will bring it over. Mash and Drum is a big face. Uh, YouTube. Uh, uh, they do video reviews and stuff like that. They've asked us to actually collaborate with them at some point. Um, that was that was a flex. We we are we're just local. They're in Columbus too. Okay. Or he, I should say, is in Columbus too. Anyway, um, he says that he doesn't like to do reviews of his bourbon straight out of the bottle he likes to open it pour it and then he he calls them neck pours he doesn't like to do the reviews from the neck pour he likes to do it below that so he'll open it pour it and then come back to it like a week later and do the review there yeah shoulder pour pour, shoulder pour baby so so i revisit it i revisit it in like a week or two and and let me know but you also do you have. How, do you remember how we talked about that we don't really. But this is finished and Sherry cast. Yes. But not only. Cherry, and that's a big thing right now. So yeah, they may think that's just what only, everyone wants. But not only Cherry, but like look at everything. Sherry, not Cherry. Sherry. But like. Excuse me. Who's Sherry? Is, is it. Uh, She's on our softball team. Hey. She's a so champion. that's why. So so that might but have been it's why French they sent it. French oak as well. French oak, which is. Yeah. So, but Bleed. Maker's Mark uses French oak as yeah. well. But. That's not but, a. No, but Negative. it's not American. But that's a, it doesn't have Dude, to be American. It just has that, to be oak. That's something like just like like the type of wood where I I where thought it, it had to be from. American oak. No, but it can't be finished. Well, as soon as it's finished, it's it's not a bourbon. But, but it's it doesn't. A, it's it, white oak though, right? It doesn't have to be American oak. It has to be white oak. It has sure. to be charred. Sure. New oak barrel. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I I tasted it and I was like. So I've got this barrel bourbon from Bourbon Enthusiast, and barrel bourbon's like hot right now. Everyone loves it, and it's not cheap, right? It's not. It's the only Bourbon Enthusiast <laughs> barrel that I haven't enjoyed. I I can't, I've revisited. I'm I'm probably a third of the way through the bottle, and every time I drink it, I'm like, God, I gotta choke this down. I don't like it, and I don't know what it is I don't like about it. There's something, there's an aftertaste, there's something about it it's that I just right don't now like. Too. Everyone, I know everyone loves it. Can we try it? It's right there. Yeah, if you want to try it real quick, rinse out your glass, choke that shit down, <laughs> or I'll take it real quick because I'm not going to try the barrel bourbon. I don't need to try it. <laughs> Sorry, thank you. This is what I like about the show. Hey. While uh, Mr. Mr. Dude is away, I gotta tell a story about Tyler. Now we show. Hold on, one sec. Just a tad, just a touch. That's, that's good. Ooh. Oh yeah. Ooh. Interesting nose for sure. Very peanutty. Very nutty. Ew. That's what I was. I was like very nutty. Smells it literally. Like, so here's the maybe thing. it's because I have to pee. But I shared this. <laughs> it kind of smells. Yes, it does. Right? It does. It like I shared. Him. Listen, I shared this with. It um, smells like pee. So I did That's a I car. did a bourbon exchange with uh, <laughs> with Nose Your Bourbon. 
and I sent him some of this. He wanted some of this, and he loved it. Oh. And I, and most people that have tried it love Dude. it. And it's barrel bourbon, single barrel. It's from Bourbon Enthusiasts, which I normally agree with almost everything they do. This is cask strength, so it's again strong. It's fourteen years old, straight bourbon. Do whiskey. not like that. And it's one hundred and six point two six proof. Dude, no, I think that no. So you guys don't like it? No, I can't. Like I now, I taste it. Now I taste like oh man. I taste the smell. I taste the smell. You don't I like it. I taste the smell. Right? You don't yeah. like it. So I'm, I don't I'm like sorry, it either. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's like I don't know what it is about it that I, I just don't I like it. It's so yeah, exactly. I, Every time I have it, I have to choke it down, and I don't know what it is about it. I I, I just don't like it. Is it finished it's, or anything? It's not finished. No, it's just a it's a straight bourbon whiskey, but it's 14 years old, and I mm. think again. Over that 12 years, sometimes it starts to introduce more flavor that you may not like, you know? And I just, I don't know if that's what I think it is. There's, I think there's a certain point that it, things just start to get carried away. Yeah. There's, a, there's an awesomeness about simple bourbon. Yeah. I, I just don't like it. Right? Okay, so like, I'm, I'm just going to go, out here, go, back go to out here and say this. When I first smelled that, I smelled the smell of urine. Yeah, and then I of like tasted it dehydrated I, urine. <laughs> I tasted I tasted that smell, and it's just like I'm like I'm I'm scarred. Yeah, from that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've never it drank. Sucks I've never drank my own piss. We're finishing on that. I've never drank my own. I've never drank my own piss. I smelled it, and it, yeah. that's what it's maybe in know. the Mojave Desert one day. But I drink it for now, right? But like. <laughs> I, I just can't get behind that. That's the only bourbon that Bourbon Enthusiast has done that yeah. I bought. And, and it turns me off to barrel bourbon. I see people talking about barrel bourbon nonstop. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, I'm not going to order it. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it. I mean, I, I mean I'd mean, i much rather. Yeah, uh, the Elijah Craig's the, are so much better. Stuff and this was, was more throat. expensive. This was like $100, I think. Holy and these are 60 and 65 Really? Yeah. I, that Okay. That one, the third one, I would. Oh, wow. So my my bourbon, Dude, I so would you, say, well, I, is, I asked you guys, you guys that? never ranked them. So yeah. let's let's rank them. Yep. My number one, loved it. Yours. Number two, I would go with the one twenty two percent. Yeah. Then I would go with the new one you just got, and then I would go with the first yeah. one. The first one just but kicked us in the face. Yes, but yeah. I I again I Donkey think punch. it was just a disservice. That's what I said. That we I started said, with it right away. Yeah, maybe that could be to start with hundred and thirty five proof. But you liked all of them. Yeah, for sure. Except for the <laughs> the barrel bourbon we just tried. Yeah. Yes. I, I liked all the Elijah Craig barrel proofs. I like them all. I and would they say all run what sixty bucks. Yeah, sixty to sixty five. So the the yours the C nine one nine. I'd say number one. The A120 is my number two, and yep. the the 122.2, B519 is probably my three. But but the the two and three are like interchangeable. They're almost because this one, the the B519 uh, was smoother because of the lower proof point. Yeah. But the flavor and the complexity of the of the A120, I liked it a lot, and I think sure. I. Kendall actually like, nailed it with that yeah. one. I, I think there was a nice complexity to it. The the my least favorite, and it's probably because it was the first one we tried. I, if we tried them in reverse order, I might be saying this differently. But I would say that my least favorite was probably the A one one nine. So, yeah. all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up and go up and see what my damn son's doing on a sixteenth birthday uh, party outside. 
Let's see if there's any canes left. We can have some of that. Ooh, Ooh I, I would love. A tender. I know. I hope there's. I hope there's some left because there's got to be a tender. Those females don't eat anything. No, there's they, probably they have small breasts. They said. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I walked down the stairs and I <laughs> caught them in the middle of saying, "Yeah, but my breasts are so small." I'm like, <sighs> "What the hell?" And I they looked at me just, like deer in the headlights. Like, "Oh God, I didn't expect." Just him tell to hear her that. it's a good thing. She won't have back problems. Yeah, she won't have back problems. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, ask Tyler. All right, guys. Yeah. So, hey. <laughs> Tyler does have back problems. All right. So uh, we're signing off. I am uh, Dude Pool, and I'm joined. Tyler Schaefer. Kendall Lewis, baby. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you on another uh, Bourbon Hunters. Thanks a lot. Thank you for joining in for another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review at any of the sites where you're listening to the podcast. Also, find us on Instagram and Facebook. 